0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Yes. Leave me me as and welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. Today we have a very exciting rising musical theater talent for you guys. But before we get into that, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live and record and recognize their continuing connection to land, water and community. We pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Now, Tori, take it away with the bulletin.
1: First and foremost for today, before we get into any other news, we would like to take a moment to congratulate the entire cast, crew and creative team of Hamilton Australia, which just opened this past Saturday at the Sydney Lyric Theatre. We are so proud to be a part of this journey and we cannot wait to be in the room where it happens soon. So a big thank you and congratulations to everyone involved for being part of the reason that we now have live theatre back again in Australia. In other news, it has been announced this week that Rodgers and Hammerstein's Tony Award-winning Broadway musical Cinderella will be coming to Sydney in November 2021. This lush production features incredible orchestrations, jaw-dropping transformations, and all the moments you love. Waitlist is available now over at cinderellamusical.com.au. We cannot wait to see the magic unfold in November. And in some final theatre news for this week, Archery Productions' latest cabaret Movicals, starring Georgina Hobson, Monique Saleh and Angelina Thompson is now on sale. This show recreates and interprets iconic moments from a mix of movie genres, especially from non-musical films which never get performed live until now. If you want to check out Movicals, Archery Productions have kindly given our listeners a 10% discount when they use the code STAY Door when purchasing their tickets. Tickets are available now at archeryproductions.com slash movicals for Sunday the 11th of April and Sunday the 18th of April. Don't forget to use the code stagedoor for a 10% discount. We can't wait to see you guys there. Back over to you, Libby.
0: Today, we are welcoming up-and-coming theatre sensation, Sarah Murr. After graduating with a Bachelor of Music Theatre from Queensland Conservatorium, Sarah very quickly joined the Australian and international touring cast of Les Miserables as first cover for Madame Denardier. She was nominated for a Matilda Award for Best Female Actress in a leading role for her performance of The Owl in The Owl and the Pussycat with Little Match Productions. Her other theatre credits include Paquette in Candide with Opera Queensland and Petra in a concert of Little Night Music
1: with Brisbane Philharmonic Orchestra. Sarah has previously set sail with the Norwegian epic performing in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert as Shirley slash Diva 3 and shortly after Burnt at the stake, playing Agnes Nutter in Squabble Logic's Good Omens. Most recently, Sarah performed in the return season of Shrek the Musical as the fairy godmother at QPAC, being the first show at 100% capacity since COVID shut down the live performance industry. Please welcome Sarah. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you going?
2: Good. 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 It's, been a, it's been a good morning so far. Well, it's Friday. It's
0: Friday. It's
2: always a good one. We're almost at the weekend. I know. How are you? I'm good. I'm like chilling. I've just got back from uh, Brisbane so I'm like just so happy to be in my home just chilling out. It's nice. It's lovely you're back home now. Yeah (laughs) it's so
1: good. So obviously you would have had some downtime because uh, you know theatre was shut down for quite some time there (laughs) but uh, during your kind of shutdown period did you have any books TV shows, movies that you, you know, Netflix shows that you watch that you could recommend to our listeners?
2: Absolutely. I don't want to like to my own horn, but I'm a bit of a streaming services queen. I've sort of got, I've got them all. I can't not have them. I I need to be able to watch things like on demand. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's an addiction I have. So I was definitely, I was definitely, um, all aboard the Tiger King train. If you gals haven't watched it, yes, oh, yes. I was hundred percent, you know, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm not going to, I was there. I watched it the day it came out. So Tiger King for sure. The queen's gambit rocked my world. I couldn't even, I can't even deal with that. Anya Taylor joy. How dare she have those doe eyes? Like actually, <laughs> um, what else is, a, another couple, a couple of more banger series I've watched recently. is the undoing with, um, our Lady of Australia, um, Nicole Kidman. Amazing. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. So you can watch that on, like, I, I can tell you where to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> on Foxtel and um, uh, what's the other one? What's the Australian version? Prime? Of the yes, but I don't have that one. But, yes, on there. Very, very good. And The Flight Attended as well while we're on it. It's um, another sort of, like, oh. murder mystery, sort of in the same world. Very fun. Yeah. If you're into that sort of like, you know, wake up and there's a crime happened and you go on the journey with the characters. I love that stuff. I eat it up. Ooh, yeah. Yes. So they're That's juicy. Amazing. Like, they're juicy. Yeah. I've definitely, I've seen that undoing
1: at work and I didn't know what it was except that it had something to do with crime because it's in the crime section.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was a good, it's a good one. It's one that it's kind of like, mm, kind of gone girl esque or, you know, g- the girl on the train that sort of like, yeah world and then it like flips it on its head and you're like what's going on so I, yeah. I don't know that's, like, that's very my cup of tea when it comes to uh theories that is some really good
0: recommendations I'm always up for new shows to watch especially you know at the end of the day I love to sit down with Stan Netflix all of the above every streaming service as well <laughs> the best escape best escape best escape Literally the best escape. Now, obviously, you um you just finished Shrek, but we won't get into that just yet. But how did you come into the world of theatre? Uh,
2: I get asked this question a lot, and it's seriously, gals, it's just like I I never I've never not done performing. Like my my mum yeah. is the best. I adore her. She put me into dancing classes when I was in grade two I was in the choir at school I, I did like I'd like four singing lessons a week doing like country music opera oh, no. musical theater rock it was ridiculous I, and I was in like the singing dancing troupe at my my dance school even though I'm not a dancer I loved it uh, I, I had like I don't know I've, I've gone on a tangent here but I don't know it's I, I find it really tricky to answer that because it's sort of it's just what you've always done. It's it's the thing I'm. It's the thing I do. <laughs> it's the thing yep. I do. Yep. I can't do anything else. It's ridiculous.
0: There's no other path in mind. It's like I came out into the world, and music theater is my life. It's <laughs> l-
2: quite literally. It's yeah. I always yep. think, what am I going to do if? You know, one day I wake up and the voice is gone. Don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that even answers your question. It's just like.
0: No, it does. It It's very much. I think, like, some people have really, like, interesting different ways they came into theatre. Totally. But some people, it's just, like, it's in them from day one. And, like, you just get put into, like, even just a drama class. And you just thrive and you go from there. And you can't stop because, like, you found your passion so early on. Yeah. Which is kind of odd to think about because a lot of people change careers what do they say people change careers like five times in their
2: life or I know like that. I hear that and I'm like that blows yeah. my mind because it's sort of yeah sort of like I started a lot I was like oh this is what I do <laughs> this is it even you know, like, even when I was at school and the teachers you know in grade 10 they sort of pump you like oh come on what 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 career are you really yeah. gonna pick and I'm like no no I don't need to do this I'll be singing thank you though <laughs>
0: I, you're oh, having, nice I remember day. like, <laughs> Thank right, you, there. there's like those, those career teachers that are like, you're a big fish in a little pond. So when you go out into the real world, like, y- you know, do you really want to do this? You should have a backup, I'll backup say, plan. No,
2: okay. No, no
0: backup plan here. Not for me.
2: Thank <laughs> you though. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's, that's my thing. I would just like, I don't know. I always say to people, yeah. it's, it's the only thing I know how to do. It's the only thing I do. So that is my yeah. answer.
1: <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, look, it's a good answer. But after studying music theatre at the Queensland Conservatorium of Music, you were whisked straight away into Les Mis. How did that opportunity arrive to be first cover for Madame oh, – I can never say her name right – Tenardier? You nailed it. Yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. On the, on the money. And, Believe in yourself. Ah, oh, thank you. Like, <laughs> how did you
2: tackle that straight out of uni? Look, I mean, it's it's like that saying where people say, you know, being thrown in the deep end sometimes really is the best learning experience. And I was so lucky that that cast was just full of like giving brilliant uh, consummate professionals that I, as like a young 21-year-old, I just sat back and soaked everything up that I could and um, it was, yeah, it was, and I, I still think about it now and it, like, makes me emotional because I just, like, I'm from Townsville where the, you know, music theatre scene's amazing, but I never thought that I would be in that position so soon after graduating, you know, I, I, even before graduating. That is insane to me. Did
0: you get the opportunity through uni? Is that how you kind of got into,
2: into the show? I don't really know how... Paul's the headmaster. I'm not actually sure if he was like contacted about like if there were positions or if, if someone reached out, I'm not sure, but he got me the opportunity to audition. And it was just so lucky that, do you know, um, Octavia Baron Martin? She's another Australian musical theater performer. She most recently was in Charlie as the penny lady. I'm not sure if that's the correct term, but she's she's another fierce, fierce performer. And, she was actually leaving the company to go and do some further study, which was awesome for her. And I just so happened to fit her costumes. And so it's like things just sort of, it just really just sort of fell into place. And um, the music director, Jeffrey Castles is now like one of my best friends. And uh, I, I don't know. I just learned so much from that contract, especially because I like, it was my first time traveling overseas and, um, Oh like it was just like a a world of firsts and
0: yeah yeah and I'm
2: just so grateful and also Les
0: Mis and, and Les, Les, Les Mis is, is like one of like do who doesn't want to sing in Les Mis
2: like what do you mean it's like in that same little cup of like Wicked and Les Mis and those just like the best of the best musicals I really couldn't believe it and Madame Tanania yes. is the oh. it's the badass bomb bitch of musical theater like it, it was yeah it was a dream come true and it's yeah it's still surreal to me sometimes
0: that is so good and like do you have a favorite song that you either sung or was just your favorite song in the whole show
2: I mean you can't go past end of act one one day more it's yeah it's something yep. special it's it's goosebump material and you can't oh, yeah. yeah it's it's up there it's like yeah you run out and you're all passionate you're about to go off to war and it's it's just wonderful. And the music, I mean, how dare they write something oh. so delicious? It's not fair. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I think definitely. I could just sing Les Mis all day. Right? <laughs> I, know, I couldn't get, like, and I always say this too when people are like, what's your favourite show? And I'm like, I know it's corny and I know it was my first show, but I would happily sing Les Mis every day for the rest of my life. Happily. Which happily. Is, how you want it, is how you want it to be. Like you want every right? show that you
1: do to be – whether it's your forever favorite or your just favorite at the time, you want it to be your favorite because you just want to enjoy every second that you get to be on that stage and in that cast.
2: Uh-huh, I totally agree. And getting to perform them. Yeah. Like, it's just the best. Yeah. Hopefully, oh, I answered your so question. Good. I'm so bad at answering questions. <laughs> no, <laughs> <you did.
1: laughs> no, no, you're <laughs> doing good. You're doing good. Now, Shrek was playing in Sydney before the pandemic and it was very sadly shut down. What was it like getting that news that you were recast and headed to play Fairy Godmother for the Brisbane Brisbane, Brisbane season? Like, did you find it – like, how did that feel to get that news and was it hard to just, like, jump straight back in?
2: It was really strange only because uh, the creatives of Shrek, when everything happened and we had, like, the big meeting being like, mm. this is done – they said, this will not come back. Do you know? So we all had sort of gone, okay, Shrek is, Shrek is dead to us. Not in a not in a bad way, like, oh, Shrek is dead, but more like, okay, mm-hmm. I've had, that's sad. Yeah, sad. And, I, and I'm, and, and the first few months of COVID, like when you going back to normal or whatever normal was, I had sort of accepted that Shrek, that was a great chapter. That was a crazy chapter, but that's done. So when, when her name popped up on my phone, I was like, what is going on? I was like, hello. I was so wary. I was like, what is this? She's like, it's happening. I was like, you are kidding. You are kidding. <gasps> it, and <laughs> I just, I just, I really couldn't believe it. I was like, and she's like, are you available? I was like, yeah, wh- yes. <laughs> what do you mean? hundred percent. Yes, It's crazy. The only thing I was worried about was like, I mean, I haven't like, yes, I, I, I was lucky. I did a few little projects throughout the, um, lockdown or whatever you'd call it like COVID, yeah. that, those those eight nine months of COVID life I did a few little singing things here but not every day and not a full show so I was just like <laughs> can I even do that anymore like it's like the longer you not like the longer you don't ride a bicycle getting back on it's like can I actually do this anymore it was it was very strange it's
1: oh it's so so amazing that you got that opportunity to come back and just do it all over again because I remember we spoke to Mon like two weeks after you guys had got like had the meeting to be like it's done and then so when I saw the news come up I think I said to Libby that Shrek was coming back and she was like no 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 Shrek was cancelled and I was like no 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 (laughs) it's coming I was like I think Libby was, I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone was like, oh, it must just be like a smaller production. I was like, no, it's,
2: it's come back. Shrek doesn't die, yeah, dude. You're a fool. No. <laughs> no it's not. It's not. You know what they say, Shrek is love. Shrek is life forever. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's insane. It's so insane.
0: And like, I mean. Obviously, trying to get back into it, like you said, like you hadn't been doing very much, like a couple of singing things, obviously. How did you kind of prepare yourself to go back into it, like to get your skills back in everything?
2: I definitely made sure I had a few lessons with the wonderful Jennifer Piers because she does over Zoom, which was so helpful because I was living in Townsville oh, yes. at the time. Um, yeah. So I made sure I had a few lessons. I did a few dance classes, just like things that you're like, can I still do that? Okay, I- I'm I'm okay. I can still do that. Yeah, <laughs> and I won't lie. I definitely signed up to F forty five, and I forced my got my butt there most days, just because I was like, "Am I going to fit those costumes?" That was a long time ago. I've had a lot of cheese toasties between oh, now and then.
0: And it's such a high energy show as well. To like, did you actually mm-hmm. um, kind of go through the show yourself, like, because remembering like the whole thing when you spent months apart from it, and then did you
2: do rehearsals for it, or did you guys just have to like remember it? So I, I had the script and score with me. So I definitely just went through and was like, "Okay, I think I do remember this." And um, I'd done a few voice memos when we were learning parts. So the vocals I was fine with. It was just more like the yeah. dancing and the placement. So when we did the rehearsals, we, we had to do a few recasts, obviously, because some of our beautiful friends were off doing other wonderful things, like Mon and Rent and Susie yeah. in uh, Pippin and Ben Colley over over doing Cats in Korea. Like so, yeah, so. It was we just had to do a few recasts. So when they got the few humans who were gonna join us, they started a week earlier in Brisbane learning the shows with the swings and our beautiful resident Holly and and Luke Jozo. So they, yeah. they they were sort of having they basically did Trek Boot camp. And they're they're absolute troopers. They learnt the show in about four four or five days. And then we all came and it sort of wow. just it really just came back so we were all so surprised. Denise Devlin and I had this conversation where I was like it really doesn't feel like there's been any time apart. Like we just picked right back up where we were. And that's just, that's it. That's testament to how hard musical theatre performers work, I think.
1: That's incredible. Most definitely. Since you have just, you've just finished Shrek and you've just arrived back in Sydney. Do you have any pre-show rituals that you like to do before a show? It's really
2: funny. I'm, as someone who's, I'm quite extroverted. I'm a bit crazy. But when I'm in a rehearsal room or um, about to do a show, I'm actually quite uh, reserved, quite introverted. It's Because th- I am a bit of an extrovert introvert. I sort of just sit myself down mm-hmm. in the corner and I, I love the routine of doing my pin curls and doing my makeup mm-hmm. and just – and, and listening to nice music or I, I, like I said, I'm a streaming services queen. So I'm, I'll watch my episode of whatever I'm watching, probably Drag Race, what day is it? Friday, Drag Race UK today and Drag Race US tomorrow. So it's sort of like, there's a few things. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to me, but like, just, I'm very chill. So yeah, that's sort of like, that's a part of my routine. I'm very chill, very chill. Cause, cause like you said, I love it. this show's just so high energy. The minute the show starts, it's like, right here we go so if you can like reserve it off stage then you can just give it all I think yeah yeah
0: that's, that's, so, awesome. that's awesome well we're actually going to do a little bit of a game
2: yeah a bit of fun. I, mean,
0: I don't know if we've actually played this one on the podcast before I don't know we've done a few so I can't really remember but oh, we're so doing it. a
2: quiz oh
0: gosh so kind of like A little bit of a quiz moment. I'm really scared. Oh, guys, you shouldn't be worried. You shouldn't be worried. There's a couple I try to trick people, but I feel like trivia, music theater trivia is hard because, like, everyone knows everything. So, okay. Here we go. Uh... (laughs) Corey, you're going to go first. I'm going to ask you guys individual questions, and then I believe at the end I have – what have I done? Don't you love that? We sing a duet. Oh, no, I think. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Best eight day of oh, yeah. No, I think I've just done individual ones, it seems like. There's no tiebreaker. So- okay. Sorry, guys. Oh. Sorry, viewers, if you're disappointed by that. <laughs> okay, so Tori's going to go first, so that yeah, the yeah. pressure's off. There it is. Thank you. Okay, Tori. Yes. What is the name of the musical
1: based on Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Based on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, <laughs> I can see. I can see Sarah knows. Is you know when you like know it Spam a lot. Yes. I was yes! like, I was going we through my like... head. I was like, Camelot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Close. When I first had this question, I was like, I've really got to like, you know, like you know what it is, but like you're like, okay, wait, the name, the so, name, like, yeah. it's,
2: it's Through every single music, you're like, hey, no, 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 oh yeah (laughs) oh you'll get this one easy
0: i reckon okay this one's like i felt i started easy so that like we can oh you're
2: very sweet
0: (laughs) all right in mamma mia how many dads does lead character sophie have and can you name them
2: there's three yes harry's the rocker yeah (laughs) i don't know Uh, bob Bob sounds good, right? Oh,
0: no. There's a B name, though. There is a B name. This ben. is harder than Tories. Ben, but like ben. There's a B name. Ben. No, no. It's like Billy dollar Billy. sign.
2: Billy. Billy. B- Shorten it. William. Billy Bill. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay. Harry Bill. And now yeah, I've got no hope. Pip <laughs> Is it? Is it Sam? Yeah. Yeah look Sam at that Carmichael. we love to see that yeah. work thank you see that tested me <laughs> i know i was like
0: is it actually like good because they're ones that you know but like actually like That's when you sit there and you're like wait can I, can I remember them no um i'll give it to you though because you answered three so one all oh you're nice because that was a bit hard. okay tori yes <laughs> in which rock musical with music by andrew Lloyd webber and lyrics by Richard Stilgo. I think I said that's the last name right. Do the actors perform the entire show on roller skates? Oh, um.
1: <laughs> I, was to, I was about to say Panda Express. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> um, but it's Starlight Express. Yay! Uh-huh. I just always remember that show because I remember when I found out that it runs in, what is it, Sweden? Uh-huh. And it's still Ooh. running?
2: uh-huh and they yeah. built an entire
1: theater for it, for it. Yeah. so i
0: think we're at okay sarah yeah okay who first starred as jenna in waitress on broadway jesse Mueller.
2: yes the, she the queen. and she's also on the track because what? i listened to it on repeat
0: <laughs> literally oh my gosh all right so where to all Okay. Guys, you're doing really, really well. I'm this is what right. I, I was
2: hoping.
0: <laughs> no, I'm so proud. Of okay, we've got like four more. Okay, Tori, when an actor moves upstage, are they moving closer or further away from the audience? This can
1: trip They are moving up. further away from the audience, right? Yes.
0: The Phantom mask in Phantom of the Opera covers which side of his face?
2: All right, now let me picture Ramin Kamala's face in the film. I think it's yes. I think it's the right.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, my god!
0: I, I so had those ones to you guys. Killed it. Oh, wow. Okay, now we're coming to our last round, and okay. this is the multiple choice round. I don't have a tiebreaker, oh. unfortunately. Oh, actually, you know what? We'll use this as a tiebreaker because there's multiple options, and I want to see if you guys guess the same one okay. or a different one. Oh. I wish you could feel how fast my heart is racing. I'm so like, I'm <laughs> ready on the edge. The pride, the the prize is just the the, the, the bragging <laughs> right. The have. bragging rights. Yeah. yeah, bragging rights. Um, that's what I was looking for. Okay, so both of you get to answer this question. What year did The Phantom of the Opera first entertain musical fans? Was it A, 1983? Was it B, 1986?
2: Or was it C, 1991? Wow. I, I stumped me. So, a three eighty six ninety one. 86, 91. So, but the way you posed that question, you're like, when did it first entertain? So that could mean in any form. And I'm thinking this is just my thought process. Maybe maybe 86.
0: Okay, you're locking in B? I will
2: lock in B. Oh
0: my god. Okay, she's locking in B. Tori, what are you going with? So what were the options? So 83, 86, uh-huh.
2: 91.
1: I feel like ninety one is too late, but eighty three is too early. So I'm going to go with eighty six.
0: <gasps> you are <were> both correct. <laughs> yes! yes, yes. I'm proud. Yes! Air fives, air fives. Phantom
2: fans.
0: <laughs> oh, not fake music theater fans. This is not.
2: even if you this is not. But, fake even, if <laughs> is. Is not fake but even
1: if you didn't know, you wouldn't be a fake fan because that's what I was
2: scared so. of being.
1: So it's fine.
2: I mean, that's something I never would have thought of, like that question. No. Yeah, right? You don't need to think about it. Now we all know. So, okay.
0: This is one that is going to be
2: hard. Oh, gosh. That was hard. Um, I thought that was the last question.
0: I was like, I didn't write which one was the correct answer, and I had to think about it for a hot second. I was like, okay, I believe it's this one. If I'm wrong, guys, I've... I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've got to write down the right answer. Okay, ready? Audra, Audra McDonald's. Mm. Audrey, Audra, Audra, we'll go with Audra Audra McDonald, won her first Tony in which show? Number one, Sarah in Ragtime. Number two, Carrie in Carousel. Three, Sharon in Masterclass.
2: Our girl Audra, she does does well at the Tony Awards. Um,
0: She does. This is her first one though. What was her first Tony win?
2: Like, I want to say ragtime just because that was so iconic, but I feel like that was when she was a little more seasoned. Maybe Sharon in Masterclass because I just feel like I wouldn't know that.
0: Tori, I'm going to go to you. I'm going to
1: ask you to lock in an answer. Yeah, good idea. Oh, my God. (laughs) No ragtime. I'm going to go with ragtime. Nice. Okay, she's
0: locked in number one,
2: ragtime. I'm All right, Sarah, I'm going to go to you. I think I'm gonna go crazy here. I think I'm gonna left field here. I think I'm gonna rock it with Sharon. Lock in Sharon. Oh, you're gonna lock in three. Shazza. Yeah, yeah. and the ultimate, the McDonald Purists are gonna hate me for this if I'm wrong, so. I
0: know. Oh, Alright, drum roll. It is actually number two. Dang it! <laughs>
1: hey. no.
2: We both we both are doing so well. <laughs>
1: It's You're fine. So I was well. so I was close like, to saying carrying carousel.
0: Carousel, I know. But then I was like... <laughs> so do you know what? It's a tie, guys. Good job. You both Win- get the claim, the bragging rights. We're both winners. Being... Yeah, I love We're it.
1: Winners. Everyone's exactly. a winner.
0: Everyone's yeah. a winner. <laughs> now I guess to segue back into the interview portion. Um, you were also amazingly cast in Good Omens, which is a new Australian musical. What was
2: your favourite memory from doing the show? I mean, that group of humans is just awesome. It was my first time working with mm-hmm. Logic and look, I can't rate J. James Moody high enough, but that whole team was awesome. I mean, Daisy Hicks was casting and um, Vicky Lanark's music is ridiculous. The story's crazy. I'd never heard of Guðmundur. This is my first like time hearing the story, and like not too long after that, the um the series came out with David Tennant, which is awesome. I'm just giving you so many recommendations, yeah. but it, it's not love, love. <laughs> okay. It's so so great, and it was great to watch for you know character research. I like to put it down as. <laughs> um, but I, I think just working. Um, I loved. I love working on new developments where you get to like bring I get to bring a little bit of Sarah into the role that I'm playing um which which is sometimes helps sometimes doesn't help you never know but um it it was just so much fun to play I just love playing when you get to when you're not told that you need to sit in this specific coloring book and not move outside the lines when they're like oh here's a blank piece show us what, what you do on it I love that yeah, I'm so. happy It's so. Yeah, so I, I love my doing time. new work is always the best. It's just so exciting, and you just like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and it's it's just in the room. You're like the the feeling of the creative teams, even though they're exhausted because they're just pumping. You know, every day working yeah. working on the music, changing things, getting yeah. to like getting to getting to the point from the first day of rehearsals to then you know being on the stage and. Just seeing how happy they are is, yeah. that's a really yeah. fulfilling feeling, like being a part of their little journey. But it was so much fun. And I got to play a witch and I love a good coven. So <laughs> I love Who it. Who doesn't love a good witch?
1: You know. Totally <laughs> but, so you also got the chance to play Saragina in Little Triangle's production of Nine, which we both saw you in. You have such a commanding presence on stage, which is so exciting to watch. What was your favorite part about playing this role?
2: I think it is the. Um, oh, firstly, thank you. I really enjoyed that role. I'm glad yes. you got to see it too. It was so good. Such yeah, that group of humans are amazing, especially the little triangle. Kisses to them. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sarah Sarah Geen is so interesting in that musical and that story, like. I don't know, being being in playing the part where you you really were the first sexual awakening of this character that, that has then gone on to do all this other stuff is already in itself really a really empowering thing, knowing that uh my impact on his story was so great. So that already gave me so much power that I really actually just got yeah. to sit back and enjoy her. And I did, I really enjoyed her. Um Oh, you did. You did <laughs>
0: You brought the house down. You've, you've enjoyed her <laughs>
1: twice. You went twice? I know, but you enjoyed her twice.
2: You, you were are. in uh,
1: Squabologics mystery I know, musical but, as well. I know.
2: And, you know, it's really funny. I actually wasn't supposed to play Sarah Gina in the Squab. I was just playing in the ensemble, but I love that show. And then Jay was like, boy, you want to, we need someone. I was like, are you kidding? Absolutely. And it was completely different. The second time was completely different. Yeah, I love that role. I just love powerful women who are not afraid or ashamed or embarrassed of their sexual prowess. That is my thing. I love it.
0: I love that. Amazing. Ah, Such a good show. And obviously you've worked with a lot of people both um, in in lots of different scenes of the music theatre community and um, industry. Do you have any qualities that you find important when working with others in the industry?
2: This is something that I've been talking recently with my friends about. Um, like the second you asked me that question, I sort of this is my first. The first thing I think of is it is a job. You need to respect. Uh, mm. I feel like the lines can be blurred in our industry so easily, like because what we do is so exciting and so fun. But mm. you need you need to respect every single person. Like even having this podcast with you both right now, this is like so much fun. But like you are doing you are doing your little job, and I don't, I would never want to hinder your yeah. creative your your creative experience. So I always find that when someone respects me and I respect them and we both can do our thing and enjoy it together, enjoy the ride together, that is so cool. And I think that's when a group of humans brought together to make something thrive. It does that answer the question. Definitely, that, yes.
0: No, that does, no, does. In a really um unique way though. Like in know in it is a job and We do need to respect each other and I think sometimes that does get a little lost, especially, you know, and even just, even in training to be a theatre professional, just respecting people in the room and still, you know, not being too, um, because it is, it is, we have to play a lot. Yeah. But we also, like sometimes there's a lot of uh, inner children inside of us, but we also need to like hone that in, be respectful of everyone and do the job that you've
1: been paid to do. It's like you were saying before with Mon like she is a friend and you've worked with her on stage but she's also been a choreographer in shows that you've done and it's also knowing where those different lines come into place of oh you're a friend so I can joke around with you about this. Okay now you're the choreographer for this show so I don't, there is a certain line that I cross which is different to a line that I wouldn't, you know, you have knowing When you know because we do like we work in such a like it's such a big but also close knit community of an industry that you're going to know people you know as friends as colleagues as acquaintances and knowing when it is like your place to say something or when it is just like and having the respect and knowing that whilst yes it is so fun but exactly like you said it's also a job that we have to do and we have to do to the best of our ability and let the other people in this job, do it. Do what they need to be doing.
2: A hundred percent. And like, yeah, it's, it's just yeah. The, the lines get blurred. It's when you walk into that room. What hat am I wearing right now? Okay, my friend's wearing her choreography hat, so I'm wearing my performer hat. And we'll talk at lunch. We'll talk after. Like we'll, yeah. we'll. It's it's a very, I think it's a really tricky lesson to learn. And um, like I said earlier, like being thrown in the deep end with Leigh Miz was the most um benefiting thing for me because I got to just sit back, sponge it up and learn, okay, I, when I do my work and I do the work and I do my job well, that's when people respect you. That's when you can make –
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's when you can start, you know, playing and, and being like – because I'm quite a – I like to have a giggle, you know, but yeah. not, 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 until the, not until the work is done, I think. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's just like my, my upbringing. So, yeah, to answer your question, I think the quality I love is when I can – when I, I get to do my best work and the other people in the room get to do their best work, respect each other and, yeah, I don't know. I'm and just...
0: allow each other to flourish, like allow
2: each yeah. other to do it. Yeah, and I, and I know that, yeah, I know that that's, that if that's your process and you don't talk in rehearsals, that's fine. You do that. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's a really, it's an interesting thing to learn that it's a job. And you're not going to be best friends with everyone. That's another thing as well. You're not going to be best friends with everyone. It's like, you know, no. when you, when I worked at the rug store during COVID for seven months, which completely destroyed my soul. But mind you, I was very good at it. I was a very good rug saleswoman. You don't you don't get along with everyone. And, and the minute that you walk out the room, it's not like, okay, so are we go into the pub to drink. What, what are we doing? That's It's just, you got to remember that it's a workplace, I think.
1: What is on your bucket list of dream roles or shows you want to be in? Is this
2: not just like the hardest question to answer? <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. We throw you the hard one. Yeah, you're giving me the heart, but I'm ready for it and I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Veronica and Heathers. Oh, yes. On, we love okay. to see it. Um, Janice Ian in Mean Girls. Same sort of. Yes. Puppet. yes. Love that. Love that. I think um Carlotta in Phantom of the Opera, I would love oh, to on that. Would be so good. <laughs> Such a uh a B word. Like just yes. getting to play that. Oh my god. And then I that think that would be brilliant. <laughs> it would be horrible and terrifying and excellent. <laughs> and I think this one this one I always throw in here because I'm not ready to let her go yet. I'd love the chance to do Tracy Turnblad before I'm too old. I'd love, that's that was my story that I connected with, you know, being, I'm a a bigger girl. I'm a curvy girl. I can sing. I like to dance. It's got the love story. It's just all the things that I I would love the chance to play her before I'm too old.
0: We're manifesting, manifesting. (laughs) All All this is going to happen. Those are
1: some (laughs) phenomenal bucket list roles and they're all Similar, but also very, very, very different.
2: Yeah.
0: And now you're actually, uh, right now, you're about to embark on the new endeavor of getting your postgrad diploma of opera performance at the Sydney Conservatorium.
2: What brought you back to studying? Oh, because I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, no, it was, just, it was just the COVID time, gals. Like, I've always... Uh I'm actually I'm classically trained, even though I, you know, I love to scrut yeah. the belt and wear all those whatever. But uh I'm classically trained. I did all my uh B and Trinity exams when I was younger and I'd always wanted to pursue it. And when when our world shut down, I said to my mum, like, When is a good time to do that? There is no good time. Mm. There's no right mm. time. So I auditioned for this course and I said, Mum, if I get in, I'm probably going to go and do it. And She said, Sarah, you go and do it if you get in. And I got in. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I actually start – what's the day today? What's the day today? Friday. Friday 19th. Uh, Friday 19th. I have a week and a couple of days. I start on the 1st of March and it's terrifying. I'm, oh I'm my terrified. God. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm a middle-aged student again, you know. I haven't studied since I was 20, yeah. so – who knows what it's going to be like? But I'm so excited for this journey. I just and I'm always like my biggest thing has always been you. You never know everything. You, you can always learn. There's always something else to learn. And the minute that you think that you know everything is the minute that you should stop because that's just yeah. not the attitude to have. There's always something new to learn.
1: I guess kind of on the on the topic of you know going back and studying, do you have any tips for performers about to start their careers in music theater?
2: This is a tricky question too, girls. You've hit me hard today.
0: Um, I know. Big hit is before 12 o'clock too. So <laughs>
2: now that uh, tips, I just think just, just so like, just make the most of when you're in the room with someone who has given you their time. I think that is so important. When I was younger, I wish I look back and I wish that when I was at the con, I had, I had taken all of the opportunities more. I wish I'd gone to those extra dance classes. I wish I'd, you know, gone to the free, uh, equity, um, you know, workshops that they hold with question. Like there's nothing more useful and, um, where you can learn the most is from talking to other performers. Everyone's journey is so different. Mm -hmm. So I just think, yeah, what's my main point here, Sarah. And I know money is so tricky, especially for like, for us, like getting, getting singing lessons, getting dancing lessons that costs so much. I know that. So it's a really tricky thing. Um, But I don't know, like just, if you can if you can just make the most of when you do have that money and you go to those classes, enjoy it and and don't let any sort of shame or embarrassment come in that room with you because that's when you don't get the most out of it. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could tell my younger self that because I spent too much time thinking, oh what does that person think of me? Stuff it Who cares? Yeah. you love yeah. it so if, I think that's my thing if you love it and this is what you want to pursue then enjoy every second of it. Enjoy that hip hop and that step will change because they're delicious
0: so much to do and you can always go back and learn more and I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned recently is like you're not too old even though you might think that you are you're really not <laughs> even like yeah. if you're 25 30 you're never too too old to learn anything because everyone comes into things at different points
2: in their lives exactly. so like we were talking about earlier some people that's that's all I've ever wanted to do and then other people like you know you spoke to Georgie Hobson, who's one of my best friends she didn't start musical theater properly until she'd done a bloody business. Degree, you know, so it's you just everyone's so and look at her now, and she's shining, you know, she's shining and thriving, and it's wonderful to see, (laughs) yeah. go to those dance classes girl who cares it's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to you but before
0: we go we don't want to let you let you go too soon we would love to hear if you guys if you had a bedtime story for us
2: I do have a little bedtime story so buckle in and pull those covers up (laughs) (laughs) obviously live theater things happen right they do. We can't mm-hmm. avoid that. We have no control over that. And that's what makes it so exhilarating and fun. Um, most of, in the the season of Shrek before COVID shut us down in Melbourne, um, I do a lot of offstage singing at the booth. And I have a few little uh, solo moments that happen with this. Puppets happening. There's a lot of, because obviously it's a kid's show. So there's a lot of puppets happening. Uh, and one night I, I did this puppet bit. And I had been having a conversation with my friend Susie Steele and as soon as I walked off, I would usually go straight to the booth and wait for my cue to sing my part. And I don't know why but this one night I didn't do it. I just kept walking and I went <gasps> to the change room and then the music started dun, 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 and my heart just dropped and I and I went to sing yeah. but I, I wasn't where I was supposed to be and I just couldn't believe that I had done this. I I can't believe you've done this. And I I I ran and, gals, I don't run, but I ran back to that back <laughs> booth. And so so it's the little section, I'm not sure if you remember, where there's a puppet of a giraffe and, and, I, and I'm and basically, it's I sing a nod to the Lion King theme where it's like, as I lay out in the jungle. Da, 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 da. It's just like a little yeah. bit so I fully missed the first section and I just got to the <gasps> and I'm looking at our music director on the thing, and he's laughing like, thank God he didn't he wasn't hating me. But I was like, do I come in? Do I not come in? And so yeah. I, just, I just, I sang the second half and I just, it was, I just couldn't believe it. I've, I've never done that before. I just was, it what <laughs> a moment of having this in-depth conversation with, with my friend and, And it was just horrible. And it's not even that interesting of a story. But to me, like, talking about it now, I'm so, like, my heart's in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That that is. It happened. That's too good. It's so stressful. Just, like, it's so funny. Like, you just drift off or you just do something a little bit differently in your like in your backstage traffic and you're like, I'm so thrown. I can't do it. This is wrong. <laughs> this is not how this goes. It's so, and it's so hard to like forgive yourself and like let go of it for Move the rest on. of the time. You're like yep. oh, self So like, yeah.
0: you're like am I doing everything wrong now? You're just like constantly over
2: analyzing for the rest of the show. <laughs> Everything's just a little bit off kilter. I'm not coping. Yeah.
1: That was an amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's okay, lovely. It was
0: an absolute pleasure getting to chat to you and get to hear about your experiences. And what what a fun time. What a fun morning it's been. Um, If you guys want to follow Sarah on social media, you can find her. Let me just get your social media. I was going to
1: say, I don't
2: know how to say it. it. It's just my name. There's no particular way to say it. I I always just say Rum Harass. Um, (laughs) Rum rum Harass. It's literally your surname backwards. I, I have to tell you quickly, you have no <laughs> that reaction. I wish you could see that reaction. Like there is, there are times like throughout um like my life where people go, oh, I know what your Instagram name is. It's your name backwards. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it's because, like, that was just the first name I put in when I was like 15 and whatever, and I've just kept it. I've yeah. just changed it, but the, gosh, watching both your faces then, that's that literally made me. <laughs> so you can follow I her. I love it. Originality, it's, guys. It's originality. Sarah Murr backwards. <laughs> Rum her ass,
0: baby. Rum her ass. Rum her ass. <laughs> Well, guys, you can check her out on her Instagram to follow all of her creative pursuits. Don't forget to rate and review this episode, the podcast. That actually helps Tori and us out a lot in um keeping this going. And yeah, so we thank you guys so much for all of the support. And make sure to stay happy, healthy, and safe. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.